Hey, it's Kathy. I just want to let you know that I'm doing a free five-day workshop. It's called the Abundance Activation Challenge, and it starts today. And it's not too late for you to join us. Today is the last day to join. Go to kathyheller.com slash five-day to sign up. The pre-party has been happening, and it's been such a blast. There's so many high-vibe women in there who are ready to call in more abundance. I know that you will love that you showed up for this. I'll be live at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern every day this week, teaching you how to become a master manifester. You are just going to have the best time. If you want to join us, sign up at kathyheller.com slash five day. Hey guys, it's Kathy. So this last week, we played some extra episodes from the five-day workshop. And since this week is the after party, you're going to get even more bonus content. There's so much good stuff in here, a lot of inspiration I wanted to share with you. And if you want to join the live sessions and get notifications about that, you can go to kathyheller.com slash abundant, and you'll be in the loop on all that stuff. All right, here we go. Take a listen. Let's answer some questions now. Hi, Savannah. Hi, how are you? Good. How are you? Fine. Thank you. Well, this is my question. I have done many things, but results aren't showing up as fast as I want. They are very slow and I am doing everything. I think I have a podcast. I go live on Instagram three times per week. I make my offer and I've been doing this for two years. But when I do a launch, I want to close a group of three women in the group. And sometimes it's zero. No one is closing with the sales. So I always listen to you and I say, okay, yes, I am making like courage decisions. One of them is raising my hand here because sometimes, well, English is not, not my mother language. So I say, oh my God, I am going to talk in English. But I say, okay, I'm going to raise my hand and I'm doing everything. And my ego keeps showing up and saying, why is this not happening to me? I listen to Kathy. She has all these examples, people's doing things. I do everything. I woke up every morning. I do reels. I do posts. I do lives. I do podcasts. And results aren't showing as fast as, as I wish. I'm not saying I don't have results. When I listen to you and I say, okay, well, I have like today seven girls in my program. So results are in. But I want more people, more people like being matched with this program. So, well, that's my question. First of all, I love, love, love that we happen to choose you because I really wanted someone to ask me this exact question from exactly this perspective, because we have to look at this, right? And so thank you for raising your hand and you're so beautiful. And I love your accent. I love all of it. And I agree. I can imagine that that probably feels like overwhelming on top of the fact that just telling everybody all your stuff is overwhelming. So thank you for doing that. So you said a few things and I just want to look at them and I want to help you because I think we can help you today. We can help you start to crack this open. First of all, I don't know if you realize because I don't think we often realize most things, but you told me about 19 times in that really brief little introduction, what you're doing. I'm doing this. 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 Right. And what we talked about this week is how we're being. So I'm not that interested when people tell me what they're doing. I'm more interested in how they're being, number one. So I want to look at that with you because when you told me a little bit about that, the only clue I have is how impatient and how disappointed you are, right? And we just can't be disappointed and get what we want because there's a whole story there around how you see I'm expecting it because I don't really feel that it's going to happen to me. So I keep checking it, right? So there's 
something with that that I would like to break down. But before we even go to that part, I just want to meet you where you want to be met because I actually think I can help you with something logistical. When you have an offer, people buy the promise of the offer, okay? They don't buy the process. They buy the outcome, right? And so one of the things that we're going to do in the program, whether you're on the VIP level or the gold levels, you're going to hear this to a certain extent. You'll just get different amounts of it depending on which level you're in. But it's really helping you hold the outcome. Because if I'm going to buy, this is Arnica, okay? So sometimes I'll put this like on my back if my back is tense or something, right? You know, there's a picture of a woman with this, you know, healing gel on her back. All I know when I buy this is it says natural pain relief. So the outcome is relief from pain. So that's what I'm buying. It's natural and it's relief from pain. If this instead were to tell me the process of Arnica, where they find it, how it comes out of the earth, what it does inside the cellular tissue of, I just wouldn't buy it. I'd just be, I'd be out. Why is that? Because that's normal. That's the human brain. So we buy the outcome. We buy the promise. But now I'm going to little give you a little padding to that. The promise is your vibration. So you become a walking example of this expansion of consciousness. And then everybody says, you said the outcome and you were the outcome. So when those two things line up, it's like add to cart, add to cart, add to cart, add to cart, right? So let's just dig into that for a second. When you're doing this offer that you have seven people in, which is already fantastic because that means you're already serving people. So some human being has been the right person who heard the right story and she she's shown up with you. What is right now the offer that you're making? Let's just look at first what you say and then we'll look, look at how you show up. But what is the promise of the offer that you make? Well, uh, finding love, a partner. It's a program for women between 35 and 45 who always feel that love is not going to happen to them and that they are going to be alone forever. And the program promises that they are going to find love and find a, a healthy relationship. That's amazing. And how long is the program? Is 18 months. You know, it's interesting because... I asked you that because I knew there was something you have going on with time because you said how long it's taking. So if I wanted to have any outcome, do you know when I want the outcome? I want it yesterday. I want the outcome yesterday. So it's hard for me to choose an outcome 18 months from now. It's really hard for me because then what I'm saying is I'm spending money to invest that it's not happening until 18 months because I'm going to be with you for 18 months. So that's interesting that you would make it 18 months away. Why Why would you do that? Why does it need to be 18 months? Well, it's because my my own experience, when I do very short programs, then I don't get the results much of the times. And I enter the day they life, the problems of every day. And I don't have like the, the support and the, um, like the people that is helping me. So sometimes I say, okay. And also these are girls that for a long time, they never had a partner or all the relationships they have, it's are not healthy. So the program begins with first knowing themselves, like an inner work first, 
Some girls uh, make it before the 18 months. The result is not in 18 months. They have the support. And I have another group where is the girls that already have a partner. So we continue with the support for 18 months. And part of my speech or, or what I say is that sometimes people want everything fast and they want to have like instant results and they don't have, want to do the inner work and they don't want to do the therapy they need to do. And it's like, my speech is like, it's like incongruent. You want to have a long commitment in a relationship, but you are not willing to have a long commitment with you in your personal development. Okay, so let me just interrupt you because that is so helpful what you just said. You're just the easiest person to coach. You're so helpful. Like you're a great coach because you're really easy to coach. I just want you to know because you, we don't realize because we're in our unconscious how much self-awareness we have. And then some people, when you start to talk, you just handed it to me, right? So you just told me that your belief is that things take a long time. So when you first started, you said, why am I not getting the results? But you just told me from like a really big place of conviction that things in your world, your multiverse, your because we all live in our own reality, let's be honest. You and I don't live in the same reality because we don't see it the same. We don't interact with it the same. So it's a different reality. In my reality, things take no time. In your reality, things take time. However, you just told me that what you tell these women is that you have to be willing to be patient, but you don't believe that because you said to me, it's taking a long time to see results and I'm disappointed in that. So there's an incongruence because energy, there's no secrets in a vibration. We just feel it through osmosis. And so on some level, you're not really happy for it to take 18 months. You would prefer for these girls within seven days to just like call in a great guy. But there's a part of you that goes, I just don't think that's possible. So they're going to need 18 months. If you were to ask me, I don't think people need 18 months. I think they need a moment of clarity. And how do you get a moment of clarity? Greater Wi-Fi, go to a meditation, have some level of like opening. Sometimes an event in your life gives you that opening. Sometimes it's your own awareness, but you just need to hook into awareness. Once you get awareness, you're done. You don't really need, I mean, ask Colleen, she herself is a therapist. The reason she no longer is in that world, it's not to say that there's not value in that. There's a ton of value in it. I just don't think it's required That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that things don't have value. There's tons, tons of value in so many things, right? There's value in pharmaceuticals sometimes because sometimes those things can help alongside functional nutrition. I'm not saying things don't have value. Like that's so ignorant. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is I personally, in the work I've done and in the data I've seen and in the life I've lived, I do not subscribe to believing that it takes 18 months for a person to do anything. I think it happens in moments. I think it happens in moments having to do with how much Wi-Fi reception we have. People come to Abraham Hicks and they walk in and within five minutes, she says to everybody, you all forgot your questions, right? I know that's what happens. People come in here and then you realize you have no questions because four minutes in her vibration, people go, I feel so clean and clear. I actually could leave right now. I don't even know why I came. I would never even go on stage. I have nothing else to say. I know what her answer will be. And I agree with her. So I don't need to go up there because boom, clarity, boom, clarity. You are dropped into the vortex. You're either in or you're not in. You're in receptivity or in your resistance. So for 18 months, should people be told you have to be in resistance for 18 months until only then can you choose out of resistance? I don't think you believe that, but you're caught in the same thing they're caught in because you can only call in the client who's a match for you. So in your business, you have a belief unconsciously that this needs to take time. 
for you to develop self-esteem and self-confidence, but really you're just choosing your resistance. And so if you were to offer them a vibration of let's go, let's go right now, let's just zero in. It could take 90 seconds. I don't care how long it takes. I want you to zero in on where you are unconsciously holding yourself apart from having the love you deserve. And in one second, you're going to call that in. And tomorrow you're going to meet the guy. Why does it have to take 18 months? You don't need to wait 18 months to have a business, but it's the vibration. Right now, there's a feeling you have that I'm going to do all these things and it takes time. But what I would need from you for you to actually have what you want overnight is you have to allow yourself right now. But in order to do that, there's a relationship you have to now that has to change because the now doesn't exist for you. It's down there. Your payday is always down there. It's not today because you've pushed it into the future because the future has your payday. That's why you keep checking. That's why you keep being disappointed. But it's actually today when you line up with it, it will be there because you will be willing to feel that it is here. And so there's this whole little, do you feel what I'm saying? Are you forget? Yes, do you yes. hear what I'm saying? Do you feel it? Yes. Yes. Okay. So there's your freedom. And also you're doing something else, which is probably where you've had problems in relationships. And by the way, when I say you, I mean me, I mean, all of us, just so we're clear, we all have this problem. You're holding their results. Mm -hmm. Okay. So your job, see, we're all codependent and we don't realize it, but your job is not their results. And I know that sounds crazy, except that that has to be clear to you that it's their job. Mm -hmm. Like. In order for me to be a good mother, I have to say to my kid, you're going to do your homework or you're not. You're going to brush your teeth or you're not. I've told you 15 times and you're going to deal with the consequence. Like if you go have to get a cavity, it's going to be good for you because you have to take the ownership. The only thing I can't do for somebody else is focus for them and perceive for them. I just can't. And so people come to my program and they're like, can you guarantee that you will get me there? And I go, 100 zillion percent. No, I will not get you there. Not me, not today. And if you take a course and you want the person to get you there, you will never get there because it's not the other person. My job as a coach is to be so clear of what you can access in yourself. And the difference right now, it's already changing. I can feel it in your vibration right now. But the difference between what you said five minutes ago and where I'm sitting is I fully, firmly believe that the people I'm coaching have access right now in this moment to all their power and they can make a quantum leap. And the more that I stand for that, they literally just go choose it. And then they go, I don't need you, Kathy. And I go, I know you don't. You need yourself and you needed to be taken out of ego. And oh my God, now you have all your power back. And now you can manifest and you can do all the things. That's why Abraham Hicks, she doesn't even call herself Esther because she's like, it's not Esther. It's like, it's this force that she calls Abraham, but we all have it. And so why would I own somebody's results unless there's a part of me that doesn't believe in them and feels like it's my job? It's not my job, right? The reason people go to therapy, because you mentioned therapy, is to hear themselves talk. In fact, the therapist is supposed to say very little because it's their job to actually just keep holding you back to yourself. In fact, even if they know the answer, they're not supposed to tell you. Because the therapy world is a world of, I'll sit here, 
until you uncover it for yourself. Because the whole part of the growth is uncovering it for yourself. If I do my child's algebra homework for her, well, it's such a waste of both of our time because she won't learn it. She only will learn it by choosing to stay in the journey long enough till she actually goes, I got it. Oh my God, I finally got it. That's the gift anyway, is her pushing through and actually succeeding because she pushed through. So there's a lot going on here and you can't receive money if every dollar that somebody gives you, it's now on you to do it for them. If I had this feeling that every time somebody came into my world, I was responsible on a level beyond what's mine to hold, 100%, I couldn't receive it because there's a part of me that knows that that's off. Mm -hmm. If I buy this candle, right? There's a beautiful candle sitting next to my desk. It's $500. If I don't use it, is that the store's problem? No, it's mine. I'm an autonomous adult. I chose to spend the money on it. So when we really let people be autonomous, we go, I'm going to, I'm going to allow you to make a choice. And it actually feels good when somebody is not codependent with people because it brings them back to their power. Colleen, I'm sure you have three things you'd want to add. So I'm going to let you speak. Oh my gosh. Oh, that was beautiful. And you, you honestly actually literally hit on the two big pieces that I had written down, which but is. You can, you can repeat them because they're all so good. They were, they're like all so good. It's the energy all of the time. Like Kathy says, like the promise is the energy. Like if that, we cannot stand in that and broadcast that, no one will transact. No matter what we make that promise to be in the words that we're saying, the frequency that's with it, because they need to buy into the possibility that it can actually happen. And just like Kathy said, there's a part of you going, I don't really think this is going to happen very quickly for you. So, but I can... I can help you, but over time, right? And so they want the possibility, which is the truth, which is like we talked about the radio and the receptivity. All the stations are broadcasting right now. All the TV channels are there. All the radio signals are there. We can hear all of it. It just requires tuning. And sure, some people might take longer than others to tune their dial. But like Kathy said, not our business. Everyone's on their own journey and that's okay but we can't call in the people who are available to even shifting their dial faster if we've already pre-decided in our own energetic that well, that's not going to happen for anyone that's not realistic. And that's where this capacity for greater surrender and allowing for the miracles of alignment comes in because the egoic part of ourselves wants to figure out like, well, they're going to have to work through these different pieces and then they have to go through and do all this. And then that's going to take a lot for them to set all those pieces down and then maybe they might start to be available, but then there's these other challenges. And really, none of that matters because we can never predict, oh my God, you're going to bump into the person like picking mushrooms out at the grocery store. Like who the hell knows? Like anything, anywhere, anytime, all they want is the cleanness of you seeing further than they can see and believing in more than they can believe for themselves in that moment. And when you can energetically own that and add a non-attachment to it, because like Kathy said, there's a part of you so entangled right now in your own disappointment about the speed with which your business is going. Every time you go into those lunches and you go into those conversations, you're already upset about what's not going to happen at the end of that conversation, because you have all this evidence of what didn't happen before. And oh my God, it might happen again. And that completely torpedoes the purity of your frequency and what you're holding in that moment for them. 
And that's what's going to move them, right? The outcome's gorgeous. It's beautiful. People want that. There's no question about that. But they need to believe beyond a shadow of a doubt that you're the one they're going to follow into that forest. And you're the one who can see so that they can borrow that confidence for themselves from being in your presence. I have one more question. What do you charge for this 18-month program? Look at that face because no, I want to no, because I don't know how to say the numbers in English. That's okay. why I am going to write it. She's adorable. <laughs> okay. You are so lovable. I can see why you're good at love because you're lovable. Yeah. You charge $3,500. Yes. Okay. It's $3,500. Great. Over 18 months. Yes. Right? Okay. So... How much is that a month and how much do you, how often are you with them? I am with them two times per month for for six months. And then the last year, one time per month. Okay. Also, just you to know here in Colombia, that's five times your dollar. Okay. Do you meet with them in person or do you meet with them on Zoom? On Zoom. So it doesn't really matter if they're in Colombia. No, No. here I I have most of the girls are here in Colombia. I also want to like to be open to other countries, but most of them are are from here. Okay. Now let's just do the Marie Kondo. Let's just take everything out. Take it all out. I'm going to take your whole business apart. Let's just take it apart. Let's say I took away your business. It's not 18 months. It's not $3,500. It's not on Zoom. It's not just with Colombian girls. It's just, we're taking it all apart. And I, let's say I said to you, Silvana, if you could wave a magic wand and you could have Mary Poppins sitting next to you and she can draw it on the sidewalk, what this could look like, what would be your very favorite way to be in business? Would you want to be on Zoom for 18 months or would you want to do something else? Like if you could literally do anything, like I'm just going to throw it out there. Would you rather get paid to go to Paris and spend a weekend with these girls and bring in like a boudoir photo shoot and a sex therapist and da 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 da. I, I literally want you to throw spaghetti at the wall and tell me what would be the most fun, light up your life way to have this business. Would it be a retreat? Would it be four months at $10,000? I don't care. I just want to know what gets your goat. What would make you feel tingles everywhere? Cause I don't believe right now, there's no part of me that believes that you're loving this. There's no part of me that goes, you're like 18 months. Ah, so that's $197 a month. I got 18 months on my back right now. I'm carrying it because that's what I've told them. I've told them energetically that it's on me to carry it. So I've got you. I've got your results. Woo! No wonder I put 18 months on the clock because I'm responsible for finding this guy, this woman, a guy. That's intense. So it all feels like a lot to hold for a long time, but you're choosing it. But we don't realize that we're choosing it because we don't think there's anything else to choose, even though the cage door is open. There's no cage. If you could do it your way, I know it sounds nuts, but what would it be? I think it would be three months. I think I want to be a group. I like to be on Zoom. I don't like to do events. I hate it. <laughs> so I, I don't want to I lunch and breakfast. No, I don't want retreats. I don't want to be in the logistic of making events but I would like to be Zoom because I like people of all over the world that could be in Zoom every twice month. It's okay for me, maybe three months. I want to be a group. I want to be like minimum eight women each time I launch and maybe yes, three months. 
Okay. So right now, are you not doing it in a group? Is that what, what it is? I launched to be a group, but I always close or zero or one girl. <laughs> so I don't have a so, group. So, the, so all those people you're serving right now over 18 months, you're also doing that on an individual basis. Those are individual yeah. calls. Okay. Yes. So the reason you're not making money is because right now your relationship to money is a little bit in the toilet, right? Yes. Because you're trading time for dollars. So that means you're meeting every single month, twice a month with eight different people, one at a time over 18 months. And then you do this and then you do that. No, it doesn't feel abundant, does it? It no. just doesn't. No, that's not good. Okay. And just real fast, this whole thing with the love and all this stuff, you currently, you're in love, you're married, you're dating. What's your status? Yes, I am in a relationship. And part of the process is what I did to be in a partner because I was sometimes that girl that believed she will never get in love and she will never have a partner. Okay. So if you had a group that was three months, you could even charge less because you could do one call a week for a group and it could be three months. So you could charge less than what you're charging for three months, but do it in a group and you could make five times the amount of money. Do you see that? Yes. Okay. Also, it's interesting because if you really believe in the group dynamic, which I do, there's so much for the collective frequency that it does for each of those women. They need that. They're actually missing that when they're not in the group, but you have to really know it. And I think what happens is there's some codependency with like, I have to do it one-on-one -on -one because I'm responsible. There's a lot on you for her. Yes, I, I know, I know. And so if you were to set that down and say, all she needs is the signal, then she can open up her Wi-Fi. Now you can have a group, you can charge less money, right? But there is a relationship you have to receiving on the money side. So we've been talking about all these pieces of how to build the model of the business. And we've been talking about some of the unconscious beliefs, but in your own feeling, forget the mind, there's really no answers in the mind. How does it feel? to receive a lot more money, especially if I take you out of it and tell you to tell them you're not responsible for the outcome. How does that feel yes. in your gut? No, I know that's, that's something I have to work on because I feel responsible and I don't want to make codependent relationships, but I make them them. <laughs> and because my ego is, I, I want them to achieve this sometimes more than they want it. So I know that energy is, in between and it's not helping and also well because of the work I do I work a lot with family tree and all the memories you have I know that this is something that my family is a struggle all the time and who am I to achieve this and have that kind of money and to charge in in dollars in a country that's you know so I know that something I haven't like make the shift. I meditate. I am journaling, but that part is not like making the the shift to feel like it's okay for me to receive. Right. So the reason that I do the kind of meditation I do, I mean, obviously, if you go onto any meditation app or you listen to people on YouTube, everyone we can call it meditation, but it's all different, right? It's like you can tell someone you're eating dinner, but if you're in Japan, it's going to taste really differently than it does in Cuba, right? It's just dinner's not dinner. It's just wherever you are, it's called dinner, but it's something different. So the 
the specific kind of meditation I do is to turn you into nobody because I don't want any somebodies because a somebody is a body. But if you're nobody, you can let go of this story. So you've got a lot of stories. You have the stories of your ego telling you who you are because of who your parents were, who your culture is. That's you. Well, you're just consciousness, actually. You might have a body, but that's not you. What actually is perceived by the world is your consciousness. And the more your consciousness is a nobody, the better and faster you can move through the multiverse because this world is actually made up of just empty space. It's all consciousness. It's all a vibration. But the more you're an ego, you become less energy and more matter. So you're really bound to a somebody suit. My name is Silvana. This is what I'm worth. This is who my parents are. And every day I tell myself and every day I get the mental equivalent of what I tell myself I am. I am this. I am this. We don't get what we want. We get what we are. So there is a who I am, who they were, who I am, what I deserve, what my people can afford. And it's just like over and over and over again. And it will not shift until you break free from that ego right? Because when all of a sudden you're nobody, ah, now you're someone because you're some of the one. And now you become the mirror for her. But here's the thing. You're already the mirror for her. You're just mirroring her ego. It's the part of her that has a lot of scarcity, the things things take a lot of time and can't receive. But if you move into nobody and you become a someone, you mirror for her, the part of her that's consciousness, the part of her that can set down her story. And you can allow yourself to make money because it's not you, the ego making money. It goes into the oneness. When I can get you to be nobody, nowhere, no time, you are consciousness. You can move from that place. And now you call up a different reflection. It's a mirror of the person's highest frequency, right? You're not calling up an ego. You're not calling up the part that has to be convinced. Do you think I want somebody's in this program? I don't. And so I purposely say and do things a certain way because I'm not really willing at this point, because I know what it takes. I'm not willing to play with anyone's egos and I'm not willing to play in any resistance. And so I'm only going to show up and talk at a level that's pretty sophisticated to call up only the people who are willing to say, I want to move from source. I want to move from the frequency that I am. I don't want this story anymore because Kathy Heller is an avatar. I've been playing her for 43 years. And what I've done is I keep recoding her. So I had her over here and then I had her over here and I had her with this haircut and then I had her with this hair color. And then I put these clothes on her and then I go into this kind of mode. And so I'm in control, not her. So it doesn't matter to me who my parents are, where I came from, what my family of origin is like, what my epigenetics are, because I'm frequency. I'm not tied into an I am Kathy Heller and Kathy Heller is so important and look at her. She's that it's like, no, but there is an energy to who I am. That's unique, right? It was created in the moment of conception. That's a soul, right? And a soul is unique, just like a star is unique, right? Every star is not God itself, but it's a ray of the light, right? It's like, we're each a ray of the light, but we're each slightly different. It's like the instruments in an orchestra are each making the same frequency called music, but they make it slightly differently, right? And that's your soul. But your soul is infinite and eternal and electric. And it's it's hovering like a drone view, looking at Silvana going, okay, Silvana, before you were called Silvana, where are you? What is this? And how do we connect to the world 
from that place. And so all of a sudden it gets very fun because we don't have to buy into all this stuff. So right now what's happening is you have a personality, which we all do, except a little bit unlike me. I'm not really bought into my personality so much. I don't really give it that much credit. So your personality will create your personal reality. It'll it'll just print it every single day. It'll just like, it's a, it's a Xerox machine. So you're getting a Xerox of your personality, but instead of looking at that and moving from a place where you're not personality, you're just in this oneness, you just keep doing more. And then you're doing, and you're doing, and you're doing, and you're going, why is my doing not getting new results? Well, you're just going to get the same results. That's the reflection of the mental equivalent that this personality has. And that's why every time, if you guys notice, when we've done these meditations, I say, I want you to notice the mind. I want you to witness it. I want you to go to the place where you're not a body. You're not in time. And all of a sudden you feel relief and it feels so good. Why does it feel so good? Because all of a sudden you're in consciousness. You're in your highest self. You're in your intuition. You're in your knowingness. You're in your beingness. That's what monks are doing. When you see the smile on Thich Nhat Hanh's face, that's what he used to do. Like when he was in this body, that's why he feels so light. That's why he can move into any room. I used to, when I started my podcast, I used to sometimes get intimidated sitting across from another personality. And then I realized, oh, I just can't meet them there. I'm just going to meet them from consciousness. And then all of a sudden there's love in the room and now we're a match and now we can move. But if I actually meet them from ego, they don't really love that because then they can't be seen because I'm just seeing their ego. I'm not seeing them. And then we don't really actually have a good conversation, but there's nothing to be intimidated by. But my point is right now, when you say that you meditate, a lot of times, I mean, there's all different kinds of meditation, but it sounds to me like the meditation you're doing is not necessarily getting you where you want to be. It's interesting, isn't it? And I'm so grateful that you have the courage to look at this because when you started this conversation, you said to me, I'm really frustrated because I'm doing all the things and I think I'm doing it all right and I'm not getting the results. And now that we've had this conversation, what have you seen that maybe you could make a lot easier for yourself? A lot of things, I think. Well, first, do the meditations with that in mind, what you just told. Because for me, meditating is not, not so easy. Sometimes I connect, but most of the time I don't. So I, I think just to practice more. And because when it happens, it's very cool. When you feel it, it's very, it's very cool. So I think it, that's the first thing. Also, I think that I have to stop doing and doing and doing and doing because that's not helping me. I thought, but you told me about the, the month, the time. Some girls have fastest results, but I knew that because they look at me with some like knowledge, if I told them they are going to be eight months, their mind is going to tell, tell them, okay, it's that. So I think I have to reduce the time, be more aligned with the project I told you, like three months, a group. I think that's more aligned with what I want, not what I think it is and what I think it's going to work, but what it's feeling good for me to do and to work with and to be confident and maybe do less because I do a lot. I do a lot. And I am like in 
we talk today about masculine energy and I say, okay, I am totally masculine energy doing, 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 doing. And I have to be like more feminine also to be with myself. And well, that's some ideas I have, right? You did a really great job because there's like a fire hose coming at you. Mm -hmm. And I want you to feel into this is that um, at a certain point, I don't listen to what people say. I just feel your vibration because it doesn't really matter what you say because it matters what is. And there's a lot of resistance because there's an unwillingness to feel worthy to receive. There's a lot of sacrifice that needs to be made in exchange for receiving. And I can feel it like on my chest as we talk. And ultimately, when people buy anything, all they're buying is the vibration you send out because it's a tuning fork. So when you send out possibility, they feel it tune inside of their own vibration and they go, oh my God, I'm going to spend a thousand dollars on Jimmy Choo's because there's something about it that just goes bing possibility in such a clean way, like holds it with such strength for me that I'm like buying them off the shelf. So you've subscribed to an idea that a lot of people subscribe to, which is if I work harder and I hold more, I can make money. And it's the opposite. All that people want to buy is their own expansion. And the only way they can find more expansion is when there's a vibration that they get in tune with. And so that's why they want to go to Sedona, Arizona, or go look out at the ocean. Why do you want to look out at a great ocean escape or a landscape of mountains? Because it goes on for miles and miles. And what do you want on the inside is to feel that you go on for miles and miles. And so when you choose to set that down, people will come into your company and go, I don't know what it was about her. I just felt, I just felt freedom. I just felt like I could do this. I just felt like like a part of me. And so what I say to all of you who are watching, and by the way, this is what we do in the program as we do hot seat after hot seat, after hot seat, after hot seat, plus there's content, there's curriculum, there's weekly workbooks. There's so much in there. But what I say to you is you need to ask yourself, close your eyes. Silvana, close your eyes. Everybody who's watching, close your eyes and take a deep breath and ask yourself vibrationally, how heavy is your vibration? What does it feel like to surrender? And now ask yourself, how much lighter does your vibration need to be? And how much does your vibration need to rise in order to help someone else actually rise? Okay, now open your eyes. So that's it. And right now, no matter what I say to you, Silvana, there's a part of you that has bought in to Silvana's old story about unworthiness. And she's not allowed to let this be easy. But really, that doesn't serve those women. When you surrender that holding, walking on your knees for thousands of miles, being so responsible, you just made a path for her to set her stuff down. And that's going to be your choice. That's going to be your courageous choice. Thank you for coming up and sharing that with us. Colleen, do you see other questions? 
Yeah. I want to pick a question someone asked because it's like three people who've asked a variation on the question. Okay. And it's juicy. It's good. So there's a lot of you going, what do I do when my partner is not a vibe and they have all this stuff going on that I don't love being around? And how do I navigate this? Can you go first? Okay. So first off, you're not alone because it's really common for almost all of us. It's just human to kind of default to that place. But what I want to remind you of is right now, you're using that person as an excuse for your own misalignment. And you're thinking that the way they are showing up in the world right now has some bearing relevance on what's actually possible for you to access and for you to create and for you to allow into your life. And this is one of those moments where we talk so much about how important perspective is and how Not important it is what the world around you actually looks like, but how we respond differently to it and how we engage differently to it. So we can allow them to be where they are and know that that doesn't actually have to impact us, but there's a part of us that probably isn't as solid in our vibration because whichever vibration is the stronger vibration is the one which is going to win in a context. And they're probably really strong in where they are. And so we notice ourselves getting pulled into that. So really, the key aspects in those moments is for you, A, to have awareness when you can see that this is happening for you, and B, to realize that it doesn't have the power you think it does. And one of the most powerful things you can actually do in that moment instead is go, what if I actually stop noticing and looking at all the things that irritate me and annoy me? that I'm getting triggered by about them because they're also kind of a little bit of a reflection of you, right? That's what we're dancing with all the time is our own energy. So there's that part. That's why you're getting so triggered by it. But in terms of responding to them specifically, just love them. There's things about them that are amazing and that are awesome and that you do appreciate. And when you can just focus as much as you can on those positive aspects and let them be them and then do your inner work around why you're feeling so out of control or powerless you'll start to kind of unhook and you'll either line up with a version of them that actually just kind of shifts and changes and you're just like, what the heck? Or somehow maybe you will be led to a different circumstance, but we don't even really need to know any of where it goes. You just need to allow yourself to change in the moment how you're engaging. So something we have to understand is that we tend to catastrophize That's what the brain does. So just watch it. As Colleen was saying, like, watch for how you're outsourcing as an excuse. Like, oh, well, if I focus over here, this is how I take myself out of the magnet. Because look at him. Look what he's not able to do. Look how he won't rise. Look how he won't support me. It's a great way of getting distracted from you're only seeing that because that's a reflection of the part of you that doesn't want you to rise in yourself. And so you'll make it his fault. No, it's not his fault. In fact, the way that it works is When you, and this is what I studied at UCLA, and I saw this on MRIs, fMRIs. When somebody walks in the room with a clear, coherent signal, everybody else in the room will rise to match them. Okay. What you're doing is you're underestimating yourself and you're patronizing him. Okay. He's doing what you do when you're unconscious. He's afraid to rise. He's afraid for you to rise. Maybe you won't need him anymore. He's afraid to not be needed, but you don't need him because you're disempowered and he's powerful. No. If you look at Kate Middleton and her husband, that's not what it is. You need each other 
because we all need each other, because we all need to walk beside and witness each other to stand for each other's fullness. That's it. He's afraid, though, because he's been conditioned to be afraid. His own mother, with the way generations of women didn't stand in their power, basically told little boys unconsciously that I won't rise so that you can be powerful. So he believes that. However, women are oozing with love and compassion, right? If women were running the world, do you think there'd be a war in China and Ukraine? And Iran? Do you really think so? Do you think we'd send our kids out there to, nope, no, we wouldn't. <laughs> no, we wouldn't. Do you know what happens in the animal kingdom? There's a female animal. She'll go without food to feed her babies. And you know what she has to do? She has to circle the babies because the father will take the food. She doesn't. It's innate. You were born with the program to be good. You don't have to be good. You have to be yourself. But he's taught that you being powerful means you won't need him. That's not true. If you look at the animal kingdom, those females are needed and they need the males and they make the males feel powerful because they're in their power and they don't have this other thing where they disempower. In fact, I have four Persian cats. It's a long story how I have four. We have three boys and one girl. She's the fucking boss. She's bitchy to them. They're like, oh, here she comes. And she's like, get out of here. And then sometimes she's like, you can come, come on over here. And then they're like, oh my God, she's giving me attention. She literally runs my house. In fact, she tries to run me because she's in her power. I'm not sometimes, often I am. Sometimes I'm not. And she'll be like, I'm going to school you. And I'm like, yeah, you're the most powerful estrogen in the house. She really is. By the way, what's more powerful on earth than a cat? Nothing. You know, cats are the fastest on earth. Okay. So female cats, tigers, I mean, forget it. Like they just dominate. They just crush. But that doesn't mean they emasculate because being in their power is how it's supposed to be. And it's just a match. It's just game on. It's let's play chess against each other. It's let's go. It's let's help each other rise. It's let's do this, right? We got to learn from them. They know what's up. All right. So what we do is we patronize and catastrophize. So what you're doing is you're patronizing yourself and you're patronizing him. And you're saying, he's not going to rise. He won't let me rise. No, no. When a woman is really in her power, she doesn't become aggressive. Being assertive is not being aggressive. Being aggressive is a person who's insecure of their power and has to be aggressive. A woman who's powerful, it's a quiet storm. She just moves. It's grace. She doesn't have to explain herself. She doesn't have to shout. She can whisper. You understand me? Well, when you're in that kind of power, first of all, he's totally turned on. And second of all, he starts to see what's really possible for him. And he will support you. Right before, I remember when I was making like $500,000, right? My husband was a vice president at Fox Sports. And I had this moment of like, oh shit, I think on our tax return now this coming year, I'm going to make a million dollars, which I will have passed what he makes. And I was holding myself back for like four years unconsciously because I was afraid that if I made more money than him, something would happen. I was actually afraid that I would outgrow him and I would leave him. That's what I was afraid of. And I didn't want to do that. And so I kept holding myself back and holding myself back and holding myself back until I couldn't do that anymore. And I was making it weird. And he was actually like, good for you. That's awesome. And then sure enough, his company, Fox Sports, four years ago, and you can look it up in the trades, 
got bought by Disney. ESPN bought Fox Sports and he was offered severance and he was going to go get another job. And I said, you don't actually need a job. Like it'd be better for you to just help with the kids. And that was a rough year because I almost wanted to break him. And there was a part of me that was old patterning, probably around my dad or whatever, where I wanted to dominate him. That's different than being a loving, powerful wife. And so that was a little bit of a hard year. And then I kind of collected myself and I realized that I had all this trauma from being the child who saw her father walk out the door, who saw her mother go through a dad who was cheating on her and never had anything. And like, I mean, I just was like, oh my God, I have a vendetta and he's actually a nice person. And once I got off of that, it was actually this beautiful symbiotic match where he started to say to himself, oh my God, there's so much more possible than me going to get a job. And now he's writing comedy and he started a comedy podcast. He just did stand up this week and he was so hot and so good at it. And I was so impressed with him. He's like, thank you. Like you showed me how miserable of a lawyer I was. And now you show me what I really can be. And he's just as much of a guy. He's more of a guy now. Like he used to be this like kind of grumpy guy where he would go like, I'm an attorney. That's what I do. And he hated it. And like, now he's like really happy. But there was a moment where I thought everything would fall off the wheels, would fall off the car, but it didn't. So there's so much more we can say about that. But what if there's a whole new frontier? What if, if really frequency is everything? Well, if you change your frequency, maybe you can give him a little credit that that might just encourage him to change his. And now maybe you guys will chart a new frontier and you'll have a new place and a new, a new soul journey together, right? Like, isn't it boring actually to think that you pick what you're going to do for your life, marry the person you're going to marry, but then you never keep recreating and rediscovering how, how much more the horizon can grow. Like, I think we all kind of know that. And then we get afraid that if we rise, we'll leave them or they'll leave us. And it's like, what if we all rise, right? What if we can all just keep rising and the essential self and the two souls can actually just walk beside each other, right? Without pushing the other person or emasculating either of them. Does that make sense? There's so much exciting stuff about that.